0: what you do in our midst we surrender we submit to you and we thank you that every need is met because we believe that our God is a faithful God for he said call on me and I will answer you therefore Lord we have called on you and we thank you for every answer thank you that our petition is before you and it is granted for if we know that he hears us then we are confident that that which we have petitioned of him it is now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. You will be seated. How many are writing exams tomorrow? Don't forget to ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Are you with me? Are other series, I know many of you use on the Holy Spirit. And always talk to him to help you. And when my daughter calls me, Daddy, I'm going to write an exam. I said, don't forget to talk to the Holy Spirit and tell him what you need. He's there to help you. And then she would come back and say, yeah, Daddy, I did. And he helped me. If you believe, you walk in the goodness of God. Yeah. God that God gives to us to be with us and to be in us and to help us when you are born again. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's not, I'm not making up a story. It's God's gift to us to help us to do what God wants, conscious of his presence with us, We would have all we need and yet not use it or use him or ask him to operate in our lives. And the interesting thing about the Holy Spirit is that he's a very, he's a gentleman. One of his fruits when he's worked in their life is gentleness. The Holy Spirit is a gentle spirit. Not ask him to do. He's very obedient. Mm-hmm. he's not disloyal he's loyal so he does whatever you ask for him if you feel he's present and you ask him to help he will help you amen, amen. you see the church has not taught it that is why it sounds strange when we talk about the Holy Spirit but those who live with the spirits and they don't do anything without talking to the spirits They know it very well, and we have to know it. Amen. 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 Good. Today, I want to continue my message with you on being born again. Last week, I shared with you why we must be born again, and the blessing of being born again, again. And I spoke to you from this book, How to Be Born Again and Avoid Hell. I wish you had come with your copies to church, but I'm sure you are not used to bringing your textbook to class. Because in your, they use slides. I see. I'm not a PowerPoint. I'm not a, a PowerPoint preacher. I am a Holy Spirit preacher. You should have a copy, but this book. It explains the basics of what we need, and you see one of the good things that can happen to your life is to meet a teacher who explains to you the basics of whatever subject you are doing even when you are very old and when you are supposed to have forgotten almost everything somehow because it was well explained to you and so you see it wherever it applies wherever you go no matter the age You didn't memorize it to pass an exams. It was well explained to you. So pray that God will bring into your life good teachers. I said good teachers. Who would teach you with knowledge and understanding so that you would always remember. So I'm talking about why we must be born again and so on and so forth as it relates to being born again. You see, the Bible tells us in John chapter 3 that there was a man named Nicodemus, Pharisees. there There was a man named Nicodemus, a Pharisee, a ruler of the Jews. The same man, the same man, Nicodemus, he came to Jesus not in the morning, but by night. There could be many reasons why he came to Jesus by night. But the most probable reason was that well liked by all the established institutions. Are you with me? And therefore, Nicodemus, who is a Pharisee and therefore a protector of the belief in God and one God and the worship of this God. If he is seen associating with somebody who is saying he also is God. It's almost like how can you associate yourself with somebody who we know when he was born, where he was born, and who gave birth to him. Even the birth is a controversy. We don't know whether his mother went by the... Father didn't do it. It's a secret. It's a family secret. And now all of a sudden this person rises up and says he's the son of God. Meaning he's equal to God. And then you are going to associate with him. Are you selling us out? You know we have killed people for saying they are God. And even for not saying they are God but for trying to worship other gods. Because you see the background story. Is that at the time Jesus came, they have experienced a situation that from that time, they have never allowed anything or anybody to play with worshipping God. This is their story. They started off as one man, Abraham. They grew and began worshipping God's the God of this, the God of this, the God. So, they saw all and they didn't have any God to worship. They, are, they were just there talking about a God they cannot see until somebody comes as, one, as a prophet Moses who comes with signs and wonders to set them free and they were following him. but every now and then They go back to what they know they have seen people worshipping idols so even when moses was with them one time moses went to pray and he was not coming for 40 days and they said listen we can't be stuck here we need to go on we don't know where we are going but at least we need to be moving so let us make us a god they have seen their gods out there everybody's jewelry and melted it together and made a calf, a golden calf, and said, this is the God that brought us out of Egypt. We didn't, we didn't see him, but now we have made him. So, we are, and God was very angry with them. And other times, as they were going, they delayed struggles, all the problems of journeys, and sometimes they associate, then they say, oh, it's nice. This God we like. Because you see, there's always a yearning in a human being to worship something. We were created to worship. We were created to worship. So that yearning is always there. So every now and then, they'll be worshiping other idols and other things. Until one day, God said, This, this idolatry, it needs to be cured. So he raised up the Chaldeans, Babylonians, they came and they captured them for 70 years. When they came out from that time up to today, they don't worship anything apart from the God of Isaac, the Jehovah God. So, when Jesus, you, do you know what we have suffered? We have come, we have started this thing. So, everybody who comes with, I'm God, and they, they just kill the person. They, they, they don't joke with it. You see, the, the people, the Pharisees, they say, Listen, we've seen it before. We suffered for 70 years. We are not going to allow somebody's stupidity to lead us into trouble again. So, when Jesus came, it's like, ah, uh-uh, ah, this guy. So, Nicodemus couldn't go to Jesus' public because, you know, sometimes. You can see that what the person is saying. Maybe there's some truth in it. So he went to Jesus and said, "Ah, Rabbi, I just sense and I know that you are a teacher that is coming from God. In other words, you are raised, you've been raised as a special person by God. You are a human being, all right? We know who gave birth to you. It must be that God is with you. And jesus said straight away to the pastor to the one who believes in god that you must be born again so you must be born again the pastor said huh <laughs> born what again can you see my size do you know the place where we come from again because they must say, listen are you saying that i should go back to my mother's womb do you know where i'll pass Look, I've been trying the entrance, but even not all can go. And you are saying, I must go back. I mean, you are not serious. You don't know what you are talking about. Then Jesus explained to him that, you see, I'm not talking about, about you being born of the, of the water and of the spirit. Because what the flesh gives birth to is flesh. And what the spirit gives birth to spirit. Hallelujah. So, last week, I explained to you the many things that are not the same as being born again. And I explained to you also that being born again offers you a relocation. Whilst you are still here on earth. Because you are managed by the king of the kingdom in which you are. You see, the Swati people, is it the, yeah, the Swatis are managed by the King King Swati. Are you with me? Just as Shaka Zulu and uh, uh, all the uh, the, the, the one, King Zulatini. You see, when he speaks, when he speaks, the Zululand people, they respect, mm-hmm. his word it's is, 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 is final. Yeah. Is that not the case? Hello? Hi. Is that not the case? Yes. If he tells his people, let's do this, you'll see it happening. Now, in the same way, you see, being born again, the Bible says, Colossians 1.13, translates you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom Of his dear son. That means that you are relocated from a kingdom of darkness, a kingdom where light and life. In him was light, and the light was the light. The light was the life of men. Or rather, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Hallelujah. So, so, we are seeing that when you are born again, this is actually what happens. But the question is, I've been born again. I'm still, when I wake up in the morning, I still see the sun. Hey. And I see darkness, the moon. So, somebody will ask, what is this kingdom translation you are talking about? Well, it's a spiritual thing. That is why Jesus explained that that which is born of the spirit is spirit and that which is born of the flesh is flesh so you who are sitting there today have a part of you born of the flesh and that is the part of you born by your parents and that is your body your spirit when you are born again by believing in Jesus Christ as the son of God your spirit is reborn. I said, your spirit is reborn. Now, you see, as they were doing the play, I was wondering that the guy couldn't listen to the message because the person who is presenting the message, you, you see, the first question you need to ask somebody or you need to talk to somebody when you have to talk to somebody about Jesus is to ask the person whether they believe in God. Number two, whether they want to have a relationship with this God. Number three is you see if I don't believe in God Jesus is of no use to me. Don't talk to anybody about Jesus unless you have established the fact that they themselves say, I believe in God. Mm. Amen. It follows that you must believe in him as the ultimate. And therefore, a relationship with him, if you are thinking right, should be your natural desire. If you believe in God, you believe in God as what? As a as, uh, uh, pap and fleece? What do you believe in God as? So normally when you ask a person, do you believe in God? So the all in all, the one who controls everything, the one who created everything, the one who decides everything. Would you want a relationship with him? Oh, of course, who would you want? But you see, how do you have a relationship with him? Then they say, oh no, by talking to him. No, you can't talk to him because he can't hear you. Because God does not hear sinners. If you want a relationship with God, there is a way that he has ordained which you must believe in. And that way is believing that Jesus is the son of God sent to die for the sins of the world. Your lack, and then that is when you begin to tell the person that your lack of relationship with God is because of your sins. Isaiah, is it 52 or 64, the Lord's hand is not shutting. No, he's here, deaf that he should not hear. But your iniquities have separated you and turned his face away from you. Is it Isaiah 54, 64? 59 verse 2. The Lord's hands is not shutting that he should not save. Neither is he here death that he cannot hear. But your iniquities and your God and your sins have hid his face from you that he would not hear you. So what is keeping you from having a relationship with God is your sins and my sins. The solution it's where Jesus comes in as a factor. Because nobody offers a solution for the same problem other than Jesus. Jesus does not offer a solution. And it is, you cannot, you see, you cannot do any work enough to qualify to be accepted to God. Because the Bible says in Isaiah, is it 64? It says, all your righteousness... It's as filthy rags. In other words, all your good works in the eyes of God is still dirty. For your sins. is that Jesus will take your place because he was without sin. And therefore, his death on the cross and the shedding of his blood was not for him but for you and for me if you receive, if you believe and receive him as the son of God. This is what They expected the Messiah, but you see, they were so determined to cast away anybody who smells, uh, who talks and tries to imitate God, that when God himself came, they they killed him. But the Bible says he needed to die. Somebody has to kill him. Not because of his sins. Somebody has to kill him. Hallelujah. So this is very important. And you see, you need to know this. Because you must spend time to read it. I don't know if you get all these things I'm saying here. But you must spend time to understand what it means to be born again. And why you must be born again. What it's going to do for you is that it's going to offer you, in quote, a franchise. It will offer you a franchise. It's a door of blessing to your life. Because what happens is for everybody that you are able to, through the Holy Spirit working in you, to bring to Jesus Christ, you are doing good. And whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he reap. So for every good you do into a life, a harvest of good into your life awaits you. That's why I call it a franchise learning how to be rich. Waste your time or spend your time learning how to to bring somebody to Christ through your own preaching and explanation. Look, anybody you bring to Jesus Christ, as they live and they see the changes in their lives, they will always be grateful for your life. Grateful for your life, I tell you. And in the eyes of God also, it is one thing that when it occurs, the Bible says, heaven rejoices. There's rejoicing. Luke, 5, Luke 15, 7. It says, so it is. When one's soul repents, the angels, they rejoice. Likewise, I say unto you, or I say unto you that likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? I'm showing you how to prosper. Remember, last week I told you good things about them, but time reveals that they look good. You'll be surprised how your life would turn out when you become somebody because of your deep understanding of what it means to be born again and how to be born again and the problem of sin and everything, because of your deep understanding, when you are able to explain it and lead people to Christ one by one, look, they not protect and provide for the one who makes them happy. You wouldn't have to pray for anything. It will happen in your life. Yeah, I'm telling you, you wouldn't have to pray for anything because... Listen, I'm not. I'm not. Read, I'm not writing it. Too. I didn't update the Bible before coming to preach. It says, "I say unto you, likewise, there's joy in heaven over one sinner that repented. Over one sinner, one sinner, not ten, one. And can you imagine how many of us really knows how to share the Word of God? Hallelujah." great so that is that is how to lead somebody to Christ learn it I'll, sh- I'll keep saying it every now and then I'll keep saying until you have if you don't understand it just chat with me on WhatsApp I will explain I'll actually call you and ask you ask me all your questions I'll take the time to empower you well and you have a full grasp and depth of how to lead somebody to Christ I've empowered you with a business it's a heaven business I said it's a heaven business it's not, it's not a business of, of buying toilet rolls and other things. No, no, no. It's a heaven business of blessings. Of blessings. You'll be surprised wherever your angels are with you. So This one is a special one for you. He, put, he brings joy to us. Amen. He told me this before you. He said, oh, yeah, my angels came to clear the way for me to pass. Amen. I shall not die until my time is up to go home. And the Bible says, whatsoever you bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. Look, when you have, you have a record in heaven through your works of soul winning, whatever you say on earth, it will be done in heaven. And it is hallelujah. Great. Now, today, I want to progress very fast. I don't know how much time I have. Is the time correct? Or is... No, but you don't fix a correct time for me. You should, somebody should know this. And who has changed it? Uh, I think we need to, anyway, we, we are tenants, so. Anyway. Then I can't preach because it's almost one. It's actually one. And I've not started preaching. But anyway, I'll do my best and see what I can do in the next 30 minutes. The Bible says that when we are born again, we are new creatures or new. 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. This, you see, somebody who understands this is describing what is happening to us. Say, therefore. If any man be in Christ, in other words, if any man is born again, he's a new creation or creature. All things are passed away. You can give it to us in English for African students. Let's hear what it says. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Hallelujah. Once you were under his instruction. Now, anything you do for him is not willing, but it will be by incursion. Either he comes to deceive you and makes you do something wrong, later you discover that hey, stop what you are doing. Once upon a time, you do the wrong things and you feel that's what is the right thing to do. I am yet to see an unbeliever who it's like you see they are sad and depressed (laughs) because they went to have sex and they were not married. Most of the things that bothers you as a believer when you do them when you are an unbeliever you actually enjoy doing it and you did it happily that something has changed in you you see even when nobody sees it and nobody is aware it still bothers you because the change is not in somebody seeing you but the change is in you You see, something that was dead ends of any reaction or action. Have you seen a dead body? Have you seen it before? One of the signs of death is the absence of action or reaction. So you see, when your spirit was dead there was nobody complaining about it. Everybody was happy. (laughs) How many understand what I'm talking about? When you are not born again it's almost like that's, that's actually the thing to do. In fact, when you finish one you are looking for the next. Whatever it is. Because sometimes it's not only sex, it's other things. Yeah. Whatever it is. I mean, there's no guilt about it. There's no feeling that I'm doing something. Why am I doing what I'm doing? I don't like what I'm doing, but I can't stop. There's nothing like that. I, you see, that, those times, it's, I like what I do, and I want to be able to do it more. Get born again. Somebody who was dead is now awake. So even though it was not able to stop you, Because those other housemates were stronger than him or her. He still complains. And you begin to feel that, no, something is wrong. This is not what I want to do. It's to tell you that this born-again thing is true. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that now that you have become... You belong to Christ. You have have become a new person. Who is this new person? Or who is this new creation? That's what I want to share with you. new creation that you need to know. You can title the sermon, The Things About This, The New Creation That You Need to Know. And I'll try to summarize it. Now, first of all, you need to know that this new creation is made up of three components has three parts. Your spirit is spirit. Because remember Jesus told Nicodemus, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So, I'm not talking about being born again of the flesh. I'm talking about being born again of the spirit. So, your spirit is there. Now, your soul has always been around. And that part of you is made up of your mind, where you do your thinking, your your emotions, where you do your feeling, and other things, and your body. Sorry, it's made up of your mind, your soul, and your will. Your will, your will, your will, your will, your will. Everybody has a will. It's true. Yeah, your will. That's, that's the component of your soul. Then you have, in this new creation, you have the body. The spirit is the only component that is born again or that has come alive. The soul has been there. And the body is still the same. That's why when somebody gets born again, you can't see anything. If a person comes, gives their life to Christ, the change is... I said the change is invisible, but there's a change. Now, this new creation, you need to understand that compared to somebody who is not born again, a, born, a non-born again person is disconnected from God, has no influence from God, and every form of wickedness exists in them. Sometimes people don't say ah, what's the difference? Especially when it comes to marrying and relationship. Most of the difference is that the spirit of the person who is not born again, that spirit is dead and desperately wicked. Allow to manifest, you'll be surprised. I said, Allow to manifest, you'll be surprised. Secondly, that person who is not born again. Has God by the person's spirit, God has no. Because the reason why you must be born again of the spirit is because it is through your spirit that God by his spirit relates to you. It is through your spirit that God by his spirit relates to you. So, the absence of a living spirit, God. the person may live by certain principles, certain morals, and all those things. But, you see, the absence of a living spirit means that the absence of connectivity to God. So, the absence of certain powers, the absence of certain wisdom, the absence of so many things from that person, there's a difference. Don't be deceived. If... You joke with it. Hallelujah. That's what you need to know. The third point that you need to know under the new creation is that that new created spirit stands before God as righteous and truly holy. Ephesians 4.6 God is created, is created no yes, 424 rather. It says and that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Please, can you write it in English for us? Maybe put on the new nature Put on, whatever it means, we'll go into that at some other time. But I'm explaining to you, when somebody is born again, in the eyes of God, the spirit of that person, the Bible says, truly righteous and holy. What's the importance of this? The importance of this, and the truth shall set you free. Most of you, Satan will come and tell you because you kissed that girl, because you smoked, because you did all. What else do you do? Because me, I don't do it. I don't have a lot. Ah, as the person says, let's, let's give him an example. His, his, his examples are too few. Not you, your friends do. Because me, I I know only a few. Drinking, smoking, and what else? Having sex. That's all I know. Drugs. What else? You see, so what I'm trying to explain to you, listen, that spirit that has been recreated, when God looks at you and sees that spirit, God says, ah, this is like me. Truly righteous. Righteous. And holy. It's as simple as ABC. Before you say, I'm not good, shut Born again first. Yes. Are you with me? Just check. Go to your computer and check. Am I born again? <laughs> if you are born again, then in the eyes of God, He says, Put on the new nature, created to be like God. Mm-hmm. So some of you, you, are there, you are born again, and you are saying, there's no good in me. You're silly. There's a, there's, there's, in fact, there's good in you more than anybody else you can imagine. If you are born again, you believe in Jesus Christ, you have received him as your Lord and Savior, there's good in you, there's good in you. It's only that you have not allowed it to, man- yet to reveal it. Or reveal him or her whether it's a boy or girl in the spirit there's no male or female so whatever you want to call it hallelujah are you here with me do, do, you, do you like what you are hearing I said do you like what you are hearing so you see what happens is that you sit at home and your parents say what is this born again born again they are robbing you of something supernatural that we don't put on the new nature created to be like God truly righteous and holy I'm not saying it the spirit in you as a born again person, when God looks at you, say, Something nice is that I like what I see. I like what I see. I can see me there. If allowed to develop and to grow, gosh, I'll have a new person. i say bishop what are you talking about D-d-d-d-d. let me ask you a question <laughs> let me ask you a question you see when somebody contracts hiv virus it's not thousands of viruses that let's not me not even go to hiv even flu it's a viral disease what the real flu what we call flu is not flu what we call flu is choriza we call it medic- medicine we call it choriza It's just a group of viral infections and things. You cough here and there and there. The real flu. But even whatever it is, whatever we call flu. You see, when a germ enters into you, it doesn't enter into you like an army. It's just if they are not killed by your body's defense system or maybe by something that can kill them, And time allows them. They multiply. Then they show that we are here. When you begin to see they are here, they've been there either a few days, sometimes a few weeks, sometimes a few months, depending on how long it takes for. So if you stand there and say, because there are three of them, they are not there. No, they are there. If you work, if it is allowed to prosper, I said, if it's allowed to prosper, they will take over. Before you realize you are in the coffin. Yeah. It's the same thing. The truly righteous and holy nature of God in you. Surprise what can come out of you. I said, you'll be surprised what can come out of you. You'll be, you'll be, you'll you look at yourself in the mirror and you'll be shocked. And you see, this, this aspect of us is what we must really work on. The next point is that this is not as old as the, all the other guys in the house, which is your soul and your body. You see, your soul and your body, they've been around, they've been to school, they've learned a lot of things. Your spirit is a newborn baby, it must grow. Do you get it? It has to grow because unless it grows in strength and in every dimension that it can grow, its presence will not be felt. And therefore, then to things and power over the works of the enemy will not be manifest because that which must develop has not developed. That's why second, First Peter 2 says that as newborn baby, it says, therefore, verse 1 says, therefore, putting aside all malice, blah, 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 and all those things, as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of it. okay they want us to read it in english like newborn babies you must crave he didn't say you must think say you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience so that you will grow into a full experience of somebody that has been delivered from the kingdom of darkness of somebody that is in the new kingdom of somebody who has all the backing. cry out for this nourishment that is why you must read your bible you will never know what reading your bible is doing to your flesh and listen if you are waiting for your flesh to agree with you to do anything good your flesh this flesh of yours, it will never agree with you to do anything good. Have you not realized that it's already fighting you from studying? How nice you have been to it. You give it food every day. You bath it and you even add things to it to make it look nice. You go to the gym to make it stronger and you are always giving it attention. But when you need him or her to wake up so that you go and study. Then he starts coming up with all sorts of excuses. Look, the most selfish part of you is your flesh. It's your body. Because less of you will pass your exams. I mean, to, to know that, Look, we are free from home. Now I'm able to get the ice cream I want to get. I'm able to get the boy Who holds me and makes me feel good and all those things? If I went and we were home, I mean, you see, your mind has made you escape here. Your body is enjoying and doing all the foolish things that it's been craving for. What is wrong with you helping this mind who has set you free to just do what it came to do? Even when you go to class, look, it's sleeping. When the lecturer is busy teaching, even though it has slept the whole night and then it's sleeping. Ah! Listen, your body here is your enemy that you can't do away with. So the Bible says, as a new creature, after you are born again, your spirit is a baby. It must grow. Your spirit is everything. You would have more of God. If your spirit can grow, you will have more of God. You don't believe it? In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, it shows us how we get things from God. Can I receive this truth from God's spirit? It sounds foolish to them because they cannot. For those who are spiritual, I can understand what the spirit means. Are you getting it? I think there's a verse. 13 say "For they are spiritually." God has re- I mean, uh, 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 revealed it to us by His Spirit to our spirits, not to our minds. You see, it's when our spirit receives it that it sends it to our minds. Hallelujah. The next point, let me finish quickly. I don't have much time. The next point is that it is your spirit that is new. Your mind still has the old operating system. When you are born again, whatever and however your mind has been working, still works the same way. It's the same mind because, you see, it's been trained over the years from growing up. So it's working the same. Now, unless, unless you renew it, you get it? Unless you renew it. By removing the old system and the old ways and putting in new things, it will always operate the way it has operated. That is why Paul said that Romans 12, he says, brethren, I beseech this, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service unto God. Verse 2. It says, Be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, English, the verse 2. Don't copy the behavior and the custom, but let God transform you into a new person. Ah, but I thought... You are a new person already. You are a new person in that the spirit that was dead is alive. The spirit that could not communicate with God now can communicate with God. The nature that God hated has been. But the mind, which is part of your soul, is the same. It needs to be renewed so that it will agree with your spirit. Then they can vote against your body. Unless your mind is renewed, it will take instruction from where it has always taken instruction from. It's your spirit. But once you renew it, when your body presents an information, you say, mm, Cannot be found. Command. Inappropriate. Error, error, error. Four oh four. Page page not found. Page page not four oh four. Error four oh four. You see when it's renewed with the word of God, when the spirit sends the message and it sees more. How it's a blessing, how it's a wise thing to do and before you realize your body is, is always It's like losing the battle constantly. Your mind, it must be renewed. At this point, at this point, let me say something. You see, we are all Africans. We are all black people. Listen, the problem about black and white, they're black. No, no. The problem is that the white man thinks differently and the black man thinks differently. This is where the difference is coming from. It's not the intelligence. It's the thinking. Because when we do the metric in this country, even though we all write the metric black, yellow, whichever mix, when we write the metric, it's not like the white people are all on top and the black people are all no you have a lot of the white people who are below the black people in the matric exams to tell you that the intelligence for a given knowledge they are not superior what it is is that whatever they know they process it differently also process it differently and it, it is by that processing that makes us always come low and they are on top so if we want to change that arrangement we need to change the way of processing information you see black people that this pregnancy you know you know That this pregnancy, it cannot be anybody else. It's you. And yet, and yet, even if you agree it's you, you disappear. But do do you know something about white people? Do you know something about them? They will fight with you for the child. They will fight with you for the child. The black man will run away from the child. Do you get it? So I'm trying to show you where the difference is. Don't call me coconut. I'm just trying to show you where the difference is. If you want to go up, change the operating system. That is needed for those who are up. You see, most black people, when we get money, where we think begin to show. I'm telling you, it's all over. It's, it's sad. I mean, if you can see it, it's, it's, it's very painful. It hurts. It hurts. That's what I can say. It hurts. somebody that you are being paid every month you don't have enough money to live for one year without being paid and then the first thing you need to work four years to be able to pay the car because the car that you have bought is your whole annual salary if you don't eat anything from it the car you have bought is your gross salary for whole one year you will be poor And you are able to know how to make a car. Is this same white people that are making cars? Then when you get the B.E. contract, you use it to buy cars and you use it to buy things that their factories are producing. And you are surprised why they are rich and you are poor. So listen, listen, listen. If you are going to benefit from being born again, your mind must be renewed. The day you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior is the day when you were into the kingdom of his dear son. But now that you are in the kingdom of his dear son, you need to be transformed. Because translation never changes anything. It just relocates from one plane to another plane, as you are. As a translation, those of you who did maths, translation, the subject of translation is just a reflection in a mirror. The object is the same size, the same shape as the image. Transformation involves a change in size. A change. Most Christians accept the translation, but they don't go on to work on the transformation. And transformation doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. If it did, if it did, many of us would like it. I'll like it. But it doesn't happen overnight. And it's a tedious process. I said it's a tedious process. That is what Africans don't understand. Time to be... We shouldn't be talking about corruption now. No. It's 25 years after. Now you have the chance to manage your people. And then we are talking about corruption in 25... We shouldn't be talking about... We should be talking about corruption after about 100 years. Not 25 years. Because what was used to keep us, the first campaign is every child born in this kingdom should have the highest quality of education. The education that takes him away from a slave's mentality to an entrepreneur ownership mentality. That's what we need to do. But you see, that is not going to happen overnight. because to train and have a quality to have enough of them to go to the remotest of places and you need to provide services and facilities so that everybody can live anywhere. The fact that I'm in a village does not need me to come to travel to Hattin to be able to go to the movies. I should be able to go to the movies in the village. That's what the white people have done. Now, when you enter Limpopo, you can be born in Bluefontein and finish everything there. They have developed cities everywhere; must be developed. It's not only Hauteng. But when you go to African countries, apart from the city, and even in the city, is the where the president and the office. Those are the only places that are developed. Though. When you when you get out of those places, it's almost like you are in a jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Look, DRC, DRC. There's no. And meanwhile, it is the richest in natural resources, both above the earth and beneath the earth on the African continent. What do they do? This person is fighting Hutu. Listen, if you hear somebody blaming the white man, if you don't want to say anything, just turn away from them. Are you with me? Yeah. Turn away from them. Because, you see, if we were them, we would do the same thing. How much advantage I'm able to take of you depends on how much you allow me. Pastor, you see, he deceived me. He deceived you. No, he didn't deceive you. You were greedy. You were greedy. That's how he was able to deceive you. Don't blame the lion for eating the impala because it must eat to survive. He didn't create it like that. God created it like that. Why do you want to blame somebody? Listen, so I'm talking about transformation, renewing your mind through the word of God. That is why when you don't do your quiet time and you are sitting there, you don't read, you are always in a hurry to get out of church so that nobody can preach and to explain to you. Because what I'm teaching you... Mm -hmm. You see, your education is like a plane without an engine. Your spiritual life is the engine of the plane what's the plane what's the use of a plane without an engine the engine may be small but without it the plane can't go anywhere yeah the plane has the ability to transport so many people over the plane is as good as a a aluminum house yeah your spiritual life is the engine of your life and you need to understand these basic truths. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because when you renew your mind, many things will work. The thing I want to mention as a new creation is that as a new creation, your mind is like an open field. There are no gates. So the fact that you are a new creation doesn't mean that demonic thoughts have stopped coming to you. They will always come to you. I said, the fact that you are born again or you are a new creation, they would forever come to you. That's why you must select what you hear, what you see, and all those things. That's why we encourage the sisters to dress well. Because we are born again, but our eyes still know They have not, our eyes are not born again. And they know when they see things, they are not, because they are born again, it doesn't mean they are forgotten what this means. So when as a born again Christian, do you get it? You are always dressing to reveal things. And you are surprised that boys are always chasing you, hitting them. By making them see things that they shouldn't be seeing. And then you give them half. And they have to try to imagine what else we have not seen. You see, some of you with a lot of features, you must... Because listen, listen. We are born again. Our spirits are born again. Yes, yes. But we have tried to get our eyes born again. Still, it has not been born again. Because you see, what happens is that as you reveal things to us, when our eyes sees, then it wants to reconnect to its old, what it means. Then we have to now start binding. I bind you in the name of Jesus. Go out, go out, go out, go out. You see, listen and maybe we are in church do you get it and the thoughts are coming and sometimes the thoughts can be very persistent the key bodies can agree to that because some of you, your backside you, you have a nice one to the eyes so where, where we are not in, You see, listen, listen, listen Help us small. You know, listen, can I tell sisters? Sisters, you see, you have a right to do anything you want to do. But you see, the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. You can't do things that keeps making us always do. You see, what happens is that somebody sitting by us would think we are very spiritual. But what they don't know is that we are suffering. You see, Paul said it in, in, in Corinthians, I think 10, 16, 10 something or so. He said, all things are. You can wear your tights and everything. It's lawful. I mean, God, we are not worshiping God from the outward. It's not what you wear. That's, it's your spirit and your, how God is valued in your heart. Are you with me? But what happens also is that because of where our eyes are, you know, and unfortunately, we can't take it and put it away and bring it up when the, we need it to see. Born, born again. So, when we see it, then Satan says, wow. Can you see? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? This one will be very nice. You get it? So, Sisters, sometimes when the brothers are not spiritual, you are also contributing to it. That's why when we marry you, we can't be spiritual. We can't allow God to control us. We're finding the thoughts that Satan is bringing. After you are saved, or as a new creation, your mind is still open to all kinds of thoughts. You have to learn to think on the right things. By first of all, cutting up. If you are always watching movies where you can see people are doing sounds and all those things. Listen, you are young. Some of you, just a, a small certain sound, before you realize your trousers is full. Yeah. You don't need any serious provocation. Who we'll think you are just try? But it's, it's 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 the same thing. Also with you brothers. Also, sometimes your six packs and your muscles, and you've won this shot. You've been going to the gym, and then you're you're causing problems for the girls. new creation listen, your mind is still open to all kinds of thoughts you have to decide I'm going to think on the right things by exposing yourself to the right things, by hearing the right things, by seeing the right things by reading the right things and by having the right talking people around you this is why your friends are important some of the sins you committed, it's because you're a friend. The way they talk about it, it's like when they talk about it, then Satan also comes to give you what was spoken about. You see it? Yeah. Before you realize, because your flesh is very strong. Hey, The the Bible says the flesh is weak. Have you seen something weak controlling you? The flesh is weak. If it was weak, it wouldn't control you. It's not weak. What is controlling? is strong. It's strong in the weakness. The next one is that your body also, it needs to be controlled, that your body is saved. It's the old passage used. So you need to keep it under control by doing things that keeps it under control. Paul said, I keep my body in subjection lest after I have preached to others, should be a castaway. Say, so I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. The danger, otherwise I can be a preacher who loses the benefits of the preaching because my body will fail me. Some of you you are in the boys' arms and you realize you have lied down. <laughs> yeah. You know where you are going and you know the dangers that await you. And you are surprised. I'm surprised you are surprised. Oh <laughs> uh, Bishop, you know, he was just holding me. It felt whenever the weather was cold. I mean it felt nice. Na- and some of you, your sensitive parts are not hidden. They are in front. Isn't it? No, I'm. 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 I'm As for the men, they are ever ready. You don't need much. As they are walking. I mean, they, all they need is one thought and. They have 5G. <laughs> the men are very fast. The women, it takes a while. So your advantage, your strength is the slowness with which you get to peak. And Some of you, you know that if the guy can get his hands into your bra- brows, your, 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 your blouse, Sometimes not even getting the hand into the blouse. Just getting hold of a nipple. You know it. You thought I was preaching to them. I'm preaching to you. Some of you sisters, you know. You see, everybody and where their sensitive parts are some of you, because of where your sensitive parts are located, you don't play certain jokes. And yeah, it's a, that, it to keep you safe. Because as long as you are not stimulated, your mind is the one controlling you. But once you get stimulated, your body takes over and your mind says... Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Are you blessed? Let's rise to our feet. You see, so now, you see, in the schools, they say they are giving us education, at, about, education at, about our spirits. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Yeah. I wanted to pray to God about whatever you have heard. I wanted to pray to God. Thank Him. Pray to Him and thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him for everything that He has spoken to us, His word that is shared with us. Pray that it will grow, it will bring forth much fruit. That it has not fallen by the wayside, but it has found a good ground, a soft heart. That will receive the seed of the word that is sown. Ask the Holy Spirit to push it deeper, to push it deeper. Tell him that, Holy Spirit, I know there's more you want to talk to me about what I've heard today. And as I go today, I engage you in this discussion that I may know more about this new nature, about this new creation. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. God oh, lift up your voice and pray to the Lord. Fall afresh on me. Oh, Spirit, living God. Fall afresh on me. Father, we thank you bless you. We bless you. We bless you for the word that we have heard today.
1: We shall never be the same.
0: Holy Spirit, our helper, teach us, teach us a fresh understanding of your word in a special way. every head bowed and every eye closed you must be born again so that you can enjoy being a new creation Jesus said it to a a priest somebody who was a ruler of the synagogue synagogue he was significant Jesus said he must be born again how about you you must be born again yes you may have been born into a Christian home yes your father may even be a priest But you must be born again. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Because you believe in God, and because you believe in Him as the one who has the ultimate power, you need to have a relationship with Him through Jesus. Every head bowed and every eye closed. You want to say, Pastor, you don't need to speak much. I want to have a relationship with God by receiving Jesus Christ as his son who was sent to die for me. Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. I want to pray with you. Yes, I see hands lifted up. Lift it up high. Don't worry. Don't don't be shy. Just lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you wherever you are. I'll pray. It's important that you must have a relationship with God through believing in Jesus Christ. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Uh, Let's pray this prayer together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for loving me just as I am. Because without you, I will perish in this life and in the life to come. You are my creator and everything about my life depends on you. Therefore, today, I accept, I accept Jesus as your chosen way, chosen way. To, come to, you. to come to you. I receive him, therefore, sins. Thank you that He rose again on the third day, seated at your right hand. By this prayer, I receive forgiveness of my sins, through the cleansing power of His blood thank you, no longer have a hold on me because of Jesus Christ. Jesus, Jesus, I confess you as my Lord and with my heart, I believe in you as my Savior. I receive you, therefore, into my life as my Master, as my Savior. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit Conform to your ways. Change me and bring me to the place of my blessing. I thank you for this love that you have shown unto me. I will love God in return and I will love my neighbor in return. Thank you for all that. You... Amen. Father, thank you for these precious souls. Keep them safe. Keep them safe. Keep them safe. Keep them safe. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our website on loyaltyhousesouthafrica.org.